0: Good evening, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I guess evening could be daytime wherever you're at when you're listening to this, but when I'm recording it, it's evening. So welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. Excited you're here with us. As always, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. Okay, so I want to go over and talk about something my wife sent me today, Um, a video that I... That was disturbing. Um, in the '90s, I grew up on a band called Cademan's Call. One of my my all time favorite Christian bands of all times was Cadman's Call, and I, I just I loved 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 them. Um, and as the thing I love the most is they they just seem to have a dedication to biblical Christian music. Um, as they as they progressed in their in their years they they just put out really good content that was scripturally based that was just solid They was just solid and then Derek Webb went out on his own and started um put an album out called She Must and Shall Go Free which was an indictment against the prosperity gospel and and man it was such a fabulous amazing album that had such good content in it um but it 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 ruffled feathers, and I liked the album. And I listened to a lot of Derek's stuff. In fact, Derek and I became acquaintances. Um, met a couple of times, talked often via email. Um, we we were acquaintances. I wouldn't say we were friends, but we were definitely acquaintances. And I, I looked up to Derek. I, I saw him as a as a guy that he was an older. He's older than me. And I looked at him as if he had some theological understanding, and he he did hold, or he seemed to hold to the Reformed um, doctrines, the the doctrines of grace, the um, Reformed theology, and and I really just enjoyed him. In fact, he he was connected in with, I mean, he he led worship at John MacArthur's young adult conference that they had at Grace Community Church. Um, he was connected in with like guys like R.C. Sproul and, and guys that were solid reformed guys and i just i i loved derek a lot i loved his music i loved his stance on 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 stuff the the theological issues i just really just was a big fan a huge fan and, and i started noticing his music have sort of a, a shift um and it started having a, a little bit different um Tone, a little bit different sound, a little bit different uh, words that came out in, in the music. He didn't have as much um, of a connection to biblical sound theology. It was just sort of kind of a, it was music that that just maybe had a positive message or not even I don't even know. It was it was definitely a political message. But then he started leaning aggressively left in his in his the words that he used and the things that he stood up for and talked about. He started posting some really strange content on social media and started talking about different things and then it 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 came out that he was having a an a, pro, a prolonged uh, extramarital affair and it, I mean he somewhat owned it uh, he, he and his wife Sandra McCracken divorced. they had kids together and and it just broke my heart I just I I was hoping for some reconciliation it, it was a half-hearted you know he oh he's like yeah it was my fault i did it i'm taking responsibility but there was like a lack of genuine sounding repentance he didn't he didn't feel or it didn't sound like he was broken over his sin I, listen I, I don't know this personally but it just didn't sound that way and then he he started just really diving headlong into into um really progressive liberal ideologies um and i, I just i started listening to some of the things he would say and some of the things he would he would posts online and I was I even went as far as one time he and I were interacting interacting on Twitter and I offered to have him come on the podcast I wanted to come have him come on this podcast and talk to him about it he, he ignored my conversations to him or ignored the emails he just said hey my friend we I, we've got a lot of ground to to catch up to or a lot of we have a lot of ground uh, I can't exactly what he said but something to the effect of um, a lot of things have changed over the years uh, which I I had known some of it but I didn't know the extent of it and I just my heart was just broken over what he was saying online and it was just uber 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 left uh, and super progressive super liberal and i was interested to see this last couple of years he's been trying to build on patreon building some some funding to write this new album called the jesus hypothesis and and it was sort of it it was couched as this uh, trying to rediscover jesus thing um and man i i was praying that he was gonna have a genuine repentance and come back to biblical christianity biblical solid uh, theology and He dropped a song this last week and my wife sent the, sent the, this video to me about it. And I just, my heart broke because here's a, the genre of this music is under Christian music. And I absolutely, it it may have Jesus in the title, but it is the most wicked thing I think I've ever seen or heard. And he dropped this new song called "Boys Will Be Girls," and it's featuring Flamey Grant—not Amy Grant, but Flamey F L A M Y Grant. But you know, in recent days, recent months, seeing Amy Grant's stance on LGBT stuff, um, I, I wouldn't—it wouldn't shock me anymore. And I just—the more I—I've I, done a lot of events with a lot of different Christian artists, and I've met a lot of Christian artists, and the more I'm around a lot of these guys, I've come to realize that it is Christian and name only. Now, there's a few that, that holds a solid biblical Christian worldviews, but a lot of these guys, it is obvious it is an easy business move because people will buy their stuff. They can't make it in the real secular market, so they throw Christian, they slap the, the label Christian on it and try to make a living that which that way which hey a lot of these guys are they're making a lot they're making some cash on it but man the idea of how they're doing this is just it's scary to me and so I I listened to some of this song and it just broke my heart um, it, it, it genuinely broke my heart I got some of the the lyrics here for this song by Derek Webb called boys will be girls um and it's it's obviously a a nod towards transgenderism and (laughs) oh it is off of his album called the jesus hypothesis Verse 1 says, let me start out by saying I love you, maybe even more than before. I know your face, but now I see more of you. So much beauty just behind the door you've invited me in. And then the chorus says, where sometimes boys will be girls, sometimes armor will be pearls. What you put on, oh it should, it shows the world how hard you're fighting. Brothers, sometimes boys will be girls. Oh, and I I I looked up the video, and Derek Webb decides to go in and have them paint his face, and he turns, he goes full drag queen in the in the song, and then he has this moment where he has. Uh, a drag queen called Flamey Grant come out and sing with him. Let's see if I can find this part. Jesus loved and spent his life with those who were abandoned by proud and fearful men. So if a church won't celebrate in love Can't you're there. So if you didn't understand that, the word, the lyric was, I heard Jesus loved and spent his time, his life with those who were abandoned by proud and fearful men. So if the church won't celebrate and love you, they're believing lies that can't save you or them because you're so beautiful by any name. And so what they're saying is that the church should be that the church should love you by celebrating what is blatantly sin. What transgenderism is 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 the denial of and the belief that God did not do the right thing. That God made a mistake. That God made you the way you were and that how God made you could be a mistake. That is a blatant bold-faced Middle finger to the creator of the universe, saying, "God, you made a mistake. I know you made me a boy. I know you made me with a penis or a vagina, but you made the, the mistake. I'm actually a girl, I, even though I have a penis." And the the way that Derek and this flamey Grant are in this song together, they look wicked, like it looks Jezebelly, wicked, evil. And I know that that is not going to be popular. I know that that's not going to be things that. But that's I. I, like, this is horrific. It is absolutely horrific. And this is what happens when there's no genuine repentance. When you hang around, when, you, when you're when you not active in a, in a church body, a biblical church body, and you do not have a group of elders who love you well, love you enough to keep you accountable to your... And, and listen, how do I know that? I know that from personal experience. I don't, I'm not going to cast stones and say I'm perfect because I'm not. I, I went through a divorce too, Derek. If you hear this, I went through a divorce too. It was a hellish time. And I have spent some, I spent a season of my life pursuing sinful and wicked things, but there was godly men who called me to repentance. Godly men who called me to follow the God of the universe and, and realign myself with the scriptures. Now, it was not easy I know that that is not a, a popular thing to hear but man I'm telling you this is what happens the deceitfulness of sin it, it, it goes from a sexual Romans chapter Romans chapter 1 a sexual revolution to a homosexual revolution and then just craziness afterwards just unbridled wickedness which that is where we are in the transgender movement it's it is a it is a wild crazy thing that is a demonic oppression demonic suppression or oppression and my heart breaks for derek because i i believe he understands true real biblical christianity and what he's done is he's thrown that out because he instead of genuinely repenting and ch- and following the god of the universe he's he's just doing this crazy stuff and listen I, I know he got remarried uh to one of the one of the singers of the band i am they and so I, I really that that makes me like like i said the more i hang out with some of these christian artists the more i'm just understanding because and this is what we do as as christians do this often is we put these people on pedestals and we think they're, they're uber-Christians, or they're, they're super spiritual, and they've got a lot more things figured out. Most of the time, they don't. Nine times out of ten, they don't have more things figured out. They just have a platform. And what they do on their platform is they they personify and push out the agenda or the idea that they have a better relationship with the Lord, when in reality, they really don't. Like, there's no—any Christian artist who doesn't have a committed relationship, um, connection to a local new testament body of believers where there's accountability where they're under the the leadership and 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 protection of a shepherd and an elder and i i've gotten to where i've i've come to realize that christian artists are in a massive pit of problems um like i said i've been hanging out with these guys for a few years here and just having conversations um where i hear where they're they're talking about um a suicide attempt, suicide attempts by their spouses because they're, they're never home and they're, they're chasing the limelight and they're chasing this, this thing that is not healthy. Um, just listening to some of their stories and talk about their own depression, their own, because they're not, they're in this bubble and they have no community and they're, they're just plagued with loneliness and aw- awful, things and what we see all we see is the consumers of christian music is the limelight we see the stage and we see the pretty lights and we see the screaming hollering fans and we're like that's awesome i bet their life is so amazing they're not their, their life is not amazing it's it's days and days it's hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of extreme boredom and no ability to do anything interrupted by a couple hours of a show and this is what we do idle hands become the devil's playground. And we're just sitting around, scrolling Instagram, scrolling the internet, making you know, and, and we're we're in an echo chamber, and we make ourselves sound uh, more amazing than we actually are. And so Derek's in this echo chamber of the LGBTQ plus people saying, "Oh my gosh, he's amazing! You're amazing! Thanks for being an ally!" Blah blah blah. And he's singing these songs and saying these lyrics that have zero biblical sense. I heard Jesus loved and spent his life with those who were abandoned by the proud and fearful men. Yes, did Jesus hang out with sinful people? Absolutely. But he did not placate and okay their sin. He called men to repent. Mark chapter 1, verse 15. He says, listen, Jesus said, the kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the gospel. He didn't say, oh, you're a boy, but you want to be a girl? Okay, well, I'm sorry I made a mistake. No, he did not. Romans chapter 1 is very clear this is what happens when christian artists abandon christian principles you just have these ins- this insanity and so he did a show with jennifer knapp and all these other plum and all these other quote-unquote christian artists that have that have turned a corner in their in their ideologies and their philosophies and their theology and it, it's become a, a, a den of satanic wickedness and it break, and I'll say that with glee or haha, yeah. Like, it genuinely breaks my heart because I, and I, I looked up to Derek, and now, and I, was, you know, that's my fault for making, putting him on a platform maybe, maybe that he shouldn't be on, and that's the reason I've gotten to where I'm not, I'm not as impressed with Christian artists as I used to be. When I was a young buck, I used to be super impressed with Christian singers and Christian artists that had all these, you know, stuff. And now, the more I'm around, I'm like, woof, that's a spooky place to be in. It's, it's a scary spot to be in I don't I don't want to be a Christian artist where I travel around and I'm never with my family and I'm not around um, godly moral men and women who hold my feet to a, a biblical standard. Like <laughs> it's a dangerous ground to be on so my, listen, Derek, if you hear this no I love you, I, I'm gonna start in my podcast with the way you started your song. I do love you and the best way I can tell you that I love you is that you need to repent of your sins. And you need to trust the gospel. And listen, I know where I know where you've been, bro. I've been in some of those same worlds, and it was biblical men who called me to repentance, and and to trust the God of the universe, not my flesh, not what culture was feeding me. And man, I hope that that there's a change of heart. I hope that there is a change of direction. I hope that that you recant this and and, and repent of it and fall in love with Jesus that's what I hope that's what I hope thanks for taking time to listen hey everybody Caleb here I just wanted to just let you guys know the world's an unpredictable crazy place and don't make insurance be one of the things you got to stress about give my friend Scott Gillette a call and he can help you anything insurance wise auto home life recreational you need it it's 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 going to be there Give your family the coverage it deserves. Give Scott a call at 918-336-7770 or stop by and see him at 1725 Southeast Washington Boulevard, Suite B. He's going to be here for your insurance needs. Talk to Scott at Farmers Insurance today.